This isn't for your eyes. Welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Groovy Ghoulies podcast. As always, I am your host, Mr. Reese Griffiths, and as always, I am joined by Mr. David White. Hello. And here we are, lockdown week, God knows what. Uh, 54, wasn't it? <laughs> so not a lot going on. Yeah. Uh, I'm guessing you haven't been anywhere or <clears> done anything. <laughs> been to work, if that been counts. To work. I actually got to go out this weekend, thinking oh, about it. Where'd you go? I completely forgot. I got to use, uh, I had to go on a course to do my MOOP training. MOOP training. MOOP, which stands for Mobile Elevated Work Platforms. Oh, okay. So, you know, like scissor lift. Yeah, yeah, cherry pickers and stuff. Them, and I had to have go on a boom one, which is like a one that's on an arm. Oh, nice. So when you see people like working up at like lampposts and yeah, they're changing the light bulbs and stuff on these weird little extendable arms, I had yeah. to go have a go on one of them. Nice. Um, which did seem a bit excessive, especially considering I am scared shitless. Of <laughs> <laughs> like I can't like, think of anything fucking worse yeah. than to stick me in a basket and yeah. to lift me up into the air. <laughs> so hot, hot air balloons, not for you then, no? No, not for me. Not unless I got a fucking parachute and like a safety harness yeah, on yeah. attached to the fucking basket, so I don't go anywhere. It's a safety I'd thing. Like, like number one, don't fall off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it was, yeah, so the scissor one, Yeah. we run through all the like health and safety bits and he's explaining about the harness, right? And the harness, you want to wear a harness. And so we clip this whole harness on. He's explaining how it works. He's like, safe as houses in one of these, as long as it doesn't fall over on top of you, the machine. Right. Yeah, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. And so we come to do the scissor lift one. And he's like, oh, you haven't got to attach a harness to this one. I'm like, yeah, but where do I attach it? Yeah. You haven't got to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, but I kind of want to. Wait. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and uh, like part of the course, like this, there were a couple of bits. The guy that did the course, oh, he was amazing. He was so fucking funny. Yeah. It was over in Astrid. So like he's a valley's boy and yeah. he's fucking, <laughs> he's telling the right, take it up. So I took it up a little bit and I was like, okay, yeah, that's high enough for me. <laughs> he's going, what are you doing? Stop fucking about. Get it up. Fully extend it. <laughs> Like, fucking hell, <laughs> taking this thing up, holding on for dear life while I'm trying to drive this fucking thing up in the air. Like, trying to, do, you know, brave mm. enough to look over to him to see what he wants next. Put on, like, white knuckling it. Yeah, just, just like, <laughs> fucking hell. And, uh, so mm. that was good fun, you know, uh, for a day out. <laughs> yeah, something else to do, in it, yeah? I mean, 
It's better than sitting on my ass doing fuck all yeah, again. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, it was good. I passed, which was nice. Nice, man. Yeah. Um, it does seem a bit overkill because all I need to use is one of the scissor lifts to like come up a meter off the floor, <laughs> rather than like several meters up in the air. But um, still, it's good to know. Yeah, yeah I, I got the certificate, the license to use these moops. The last for like five years now. Nice, man. So look at me go. I can apply for a job with the fucking council and change the light bulbs and the lampposts. Yeah, but since it's shit to get heights, then I guess that's yeah, not something you're going to be actively pursuing. I'll just get somebody else to go up and I'll monitor like the controls down the bottom <laughs> yeah, yeah. in case somebody needs to pull the emergency release to lower it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be in charge <clears throat> of that bit. Nice. I imagine that's quite a high-paid job, then. Um, I don't know. I don't. I think most. Most shit jobs like that, the you know, they just give it to fucking stupid people that aren't afraid of heights and stuff. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, climb up that fucking pole. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, sorted. Like, they don't second guess the fact that they're going to fucking possibly fall out. Yeah. And same with the instructor guy. We were talking to him about, like, oh, you know, how long have you been doing the training and stuff? He's like, oh, years. He said, thing is, I had an accident. He said, I was up a fucking telephone pole. I fell yeah. out. Yeah. Landed on my leg. Broke my fucking shin bone. It went through my ass. What? Like, fucking hell. <laughs> going, uh, so I was off work for a bit and uh, I can imagine, yeah. Yeah. Decided to start this up instead. <laughs> so, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> fucking hell, I'll show sure that works, but good luck to you. Shimba went through his ass. Right. Jesus so Christ. That's gotta be some he's gotta have landed in some weird fucking Yeah. Way folded up like a fucking pretzel, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, that's got to be it. Yeah, poor fucker. But that was my. I had some outside interaction. Nice. Which was quite novel. Yeah, you got to talk, talk to some guy about his ass. Yeah, some some guy, and some other weird guy that was there. Ah, oh, there's like this whole thing where like. Um. I'm not really a manly man, you know, a macho manny man. I don't yeah. feel the need to, like, fucking puff out my chest or, yeah, like, yeah. brag about, you know... What you think about? Particular exploits. Yeah. But I was sitting there, and, like, I was actually a little bit disgusted. It was this guy, and, like, you know me, it takes a lot to sort of... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ...disgust Your bar's quite low. I'm kind of, like, you know... Yeah. ...low brow. yeah. yeah. But this guy was on about with one of the other guys on that was coming to do this course, and uh, don't know. I'd met him before. He's just from some other company. So it was three from JTS and one other random bloke. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's talking about how he's left his missus and he's got a new girlfriend. And I didn't catch the whole conversation, only part of it. Yeah. And I'm not sure if he said she was six years younger than him or sixteen years younger than him. Fucking hell. But I was thinking, oh fucking hell, that sounds a bit young. Yeah. He turns around and he goes, yeah, she tastes like Haribo. <laughs> that was what? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's a bit strange. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm sure what I feel about that. Walk over here and yeah. stand in the rain. <laughs> yeah. Rather than next to you. I kind of feel like I need a shower after that. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> I was like, okay. I got, I say some pretty yeah iffy things, but like but, um, nothing that makes your skin crawl. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't think it makes my skin well, crawl. No, no, somebody no. else, it's all relative. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, it's all about was... perspective at the end of the day, I guess. But yeah, I think that was that was a little bit too low yeah, yeah, for yeah. my yeah. Yeah, no, don't like that. No, 
<laughs> no. I'll keep away from you, man. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I was wondering if it was like I'd spent too much time in lockdown yeah, yeah. and now like I've forgotten the art of conversation yeah. with people. Yeah, I think it's more like he's forgotten the art of conversation with people and yeah. <laughs> It's more like he's just a fucking pedo creep. Yeah, and... yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. 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 Actively shiver uh, that. That's horrible. Yeah, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move swiftly on. That note, end of episode. Thanks, thanks for listening. See you next week. <laughs> uh, have you been watching anything good lately? Um, we finally got around to watching season two of The Boys. Right. What do you think? I loved it, man. Yeah, it's great. Um, now, I know you're a bit of a a comics purist and yeah. uh, <laughs> didn't really approve of the boys. Am I right in saying that? Um, I don't know. I didn't, I don't disapprove of it. Yeah. But like, I, the, there was something about the first season that just, it's almost like the pacing wasn't quite right. Yeah. 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 There was something about it that I didn't necessarily get on with quite, mm. like, I don't dislike it. I yeah. think it's a good TV series, yeah. but it was the same with Preacher. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. was something about Preacher that I didn't didn't sit right. Yeah. So I sort of drifted off. Like mm. I haven't come back to it. I think we watched two seasons and that was it. Yeah. But my understanding is season two of the boys picks up a bit mm. and it gets a lot more sort of like the boys. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah, I'd say that, yeah, definitely. It's um I think it's worth a watch, like absolutely. It's obviously it's never gonna be like as the boys as the comic is you know what i mean yeah like it's never going to be that level but they can't um put that on tv they, yeah exactly yeah they can never do that <laughs> but um <laughs> but you no know, it's good it's good and overall like yeah definitely and i'd say it definitely picks up the pace like from the first season and it's i think it's only eight episodes yeah, so it's, it's like not a massive time investment long, yeah but no, it's really good man definitely worth checking out uh, yeah i have to jump back on it um what else we've been watching don't think we've been watching much else we watched, well, we started watching Dread last night, the right. um, the 20... Carl Urban 2012 yeah. Dread adaptation. <clears throat> I'd seen it, obviously, I've seen it a couple of times before. Amy's never seen it. Um, we both fell asleep, but uh, she did say she got into it, so we might watch her, watch her again soon. So. Yeah. I, I, I really enjoy that, to be honest. It's really good. I thought it was amazing. Like, yeah. I'm really surprised that they didn't follow her up. Apparently, it tanked like fuck. Yeah. Which yeah. is... Shame. I mean, there's always there's been like these online petitions and stuff to get a Dread Two made, but it's never going to happen. I don't know. Yeah, there's been a couple. Um, I think they did like um, they released a one-shot issue. Yeah. Of like a follow-up to the Dread movie. Yeah. I can't remember what it was called, but it, like sold out instantly. Mm. They did like a second and third run, and every like run sold out for a while. Yeah. And they were like, "This is the next Dread movie. This is what we're trying to push," but. Yeah, hasn't uh, gone anywhere. I, I did hear there was going to be a TV series in development. Yeah, yeah. Sure they're going to do the went. Anderson Files, though, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's fair enough. But, um, I'd watch it, you know, either way. Yeah, fuck I. Definitely. Yeah, man, not much other than that. What about yourself? Uh, not a great deal, to be honest. Um, well, I decided, like, because I'm sitting at home, we're not doing anything, we're not going anywhere, mm. and sort of, I don't know, just getting fat and disgusting. <laughs> I was like, I need to do something. Yeah. I need to do some sort of, uh, some sort of motivational movement of some yeah, description. Yeah. And I was like, last year, I watched the best part of fucking 400 movies. Yeah. 
but it just involved me lying down on my bed for hours at a time. So I was like, I know. What I'll do is I'll get that exercise bike back mm. in the house rather than out in the garage in yeah. my gym that I don't use. <laughs> and I'll put it in the conservatory and I'll bring the TV out of my bedroom and put it in the conservatory. Nice. And then yeah. instead of lying down and, you know, watching movies for several hours, yeah. I can cycle. Yeah. You know, so, relatively comfortably. I guess that's a good way for you to not watch as many movies. <laughs> well, exactly. What's <laughs> happened now instead is I've set myself a goal to read a hundred books this year, yeah. and I've watched less movies because instead of going on the bike, because it involves exercise. I'm doing a bit of exercise. <laughs> I'm lying down on my bed reading my books. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going really well. Well, yeah, it's um, positive in some aspects, I guess. Well, exactly. Do you know what I mean? I'm getting through some fucking books. Uh, <laughs> what did I watch? Let's have a look at my trusty letterbox list. Uh, do, 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 lists. Okay, things I've seen this year. Uh, watch Tammy and the T-Rex. That was quite an interesting watch. I think um, I saw an Instagram post about that, yeah. It's definitely one I wouldn't mind revisiting for an episode. It's one of those films where, like, it's absolutely ludicrous and they kind of know it. So the comedy element yeah. is that, like, over-the-top, ridiculous yeah, yeah. comedy. Like Bubba. Uh, yeah, a lot like Bubba. Hmm. Um, one that I actually did really fucking enjoy, but apparently it's shit. So I don't know again whether like yeah, your benchmark is just too low. My yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the Harley Quinn Birds of Prey movie. Oh really? Yeah. I, I haven't was, seen that yet. I was really surprised. Um, not so much, like I don't dislike the character Harley Quinn. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know anything about the Birds of Prey. Yeah, no, I've not. Story, not fucking line. Yeah. Um, but like everybody has just said, oh, it's garbage. It's shit. <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah, well, they haven't had a good run of the DC movies, yeah, no. to be fair. No. There aren't many recent years, ones that have, like, tickled my fancy. But I was like, ah, oh, do you know what? I signed up to Cinema Paradiso, which is like a love film thing. Yeah. Because they do 4K, so you can rent 4K from oh, us. Nice. And I was like, cool, yeah. I'll play 4K on my 4K player and test out my 4K TV with my 4K sound, my 4K soundbar, my fucking fancy-ass soundbar, yeah. without having to spend money on 4K. Nice. So yeah. I'll just borrow something, and if yeah. this shit, it doesn't matter. So it is. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it was one of the ones that I'd like, all right, I'll rent that. And uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good fun. I'll check it out, man. Um, Ewan McGregor is fucking terrible in it. Who does he play? Um, he plays... I think it's Black Mask. Oh, okay. Check. Um, I can't see him being a Black Mask, to be fair. Yeah. Roman Sionis, the Black Mask. Oh. I don't know. I just I struggle to like picture him as a bad guy, and when he's trying to be a bad guy, it just doesn't work, and he's really campy in it as well. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not saying you can't have a campy bad guy, but... A bad guy, he didn't feel right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of an example of a campy bad guy that I like, but hmm. struggling. The one that springs instantly to mind is the bad guy from Resident Evil Four. Right. You know the little uh, Napoleon dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, oh, yeah, he wasn't great, and like, 
it's a bit of a mess. The storyline is a lot of like jumping around, chop and change. But like it looks amazing. Like yeah. the color schemes and stuff is fucking fun. Yeah. There's a bit where like she's breaks into a police station to try and get this kid out. And she's got like a grenade launcher, but it's shooting like paint bombs and glitter bombs. Yeah. So she's like shooting these police with this grenade launch and they're just getting fucking covered in paint and there's like glitter everywhere <laughs> and uh, it looks it looks great. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Like, there's some bits in there that are a bit of fucking guff, but like. I mean, like the main thing with the DC movies was always like the storylines are a bit of a mess. Mm. You know, look at like Justice League, and the original Suicide Squad. But this is like, I think this is their effort at, um, like an R-rated Deadpool type movie as okay, well. Yeah, yeah. Because it's pretty fucking grim. So my oldest daughter, um, who is nine. Yeah. going on 10 I said to her about she's she's really keen to do the whole super movie thing superhero mm. movie thing we have like a superhero Sunday kind of thing but the other two are not interested so it sort of fell by the wayside a bit yeah so because she hasn't got school at the moment I was like do you want to come downstairs and watch Harley Quinn come on sn- downstairs yeah so I snuck her downstairs <clears> and I put her on and like anything <laughs> remotely fucking spooky gory anything like that not interested yeah. in the yeah. slightest there's a bit where um, Black Mask is, again, spoiler alert for anybody yeah. that hasn't watched yet, but it's not too much of a spoiler. It's not a massive reveal of any sort. Yeah. Black Mask has captured some people he's going to do a deal with. He's essentially got the father, the wife, and the daughter. And his little henchman just starts, like, sort of peeling the skin off his face. Right. Well, like, it's pretty, like, graphic in terms of you see him start to peel it and camera pans around behind and you see him, like, holding up the face. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, my daughter was just, like, staring at the wall and just <laughs> look at the TV. I was like, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah. This, is, uh, sure. this is supposed to be R-rated. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Another good dad moment. <laughs> like, was it, was it the Witcher you were playing? And she yeah, was downstairs. Witcher. And that was it. Sitting there. There's a couple of times we have like, we had, so you had the Witcher, where one of the wraith e bad guys mm. comes like catches up to the Witcher and he does the whole fucking fire thing at his face and like a guy tries to pull the mask off and it's like peeling all the skin off his face and she was sat on my lap watching that and I was like, uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> And the other one, I think, was Mafia 3. And I was, like, performing some executions on, like, stealth kills where he's, like, knife out, fucking stab, stab, stab. <laughs> uh, do you want to go, like, play with your ponies or something? <laughs> like, come on, give me a break. Let me yeah. play some games. I've been in work all fucking week. Um, but yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> I might not be the best dad about it. Yeah. <laughs> case, she's used to that kind of stuff when she's younger. Um, what else did I watch? I watched Psycho Gorman. Oh, how was that? That was fucking awesome. Yeah? I really dug it. Uh, <laughs> I watched it while I was away. Hmm. And it's going to be one of those films where people are either going to fucking love it or flat out <laughs> fucking hate it. Yeah. Like, um, it's very low budget. The storyline is like... Uh, almost like non-existent yeah yeah loosely tied together it's pretty much what the trailer shows like some of the characters look like dodgy as fuck but in the best possible way (laughs) yeah um uh, yeah I fucking loved it it's definitely gonna be on my like choice cuts of 2021 (laughs) nice 
Yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely keen for Psycho Go, man. It does look and then, awesome. As for TV, I have once again not been watching anything. Okay. <laughs> yeah, now we're going to struggle with what to, what to watch next, to be fair. Yeah. But uh, yeah. we'll figure it out. Music-wise, has it been ending out lately you've been listening to and digging? I've not been digging into my playlist as much recently. I've listened to um, a band called Of Feather and Bone. Right. And it's just this dirty black metal stuff. Like, it's fucking awesome. I love it. Other than that, not really. Not much, man. I don't think anything's come out re- like come out <clears throat> over the last sort of month or two that I've really sort of been digging. You know? I just have a quick... Yeah, I find I tend to sort of drop into stuff. <clears throat> yeah. It'll, something will turn up on like a randomly generated Spotify playlist and I'll be like, ooh, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And it's like an album from like four years ago. But I'm like, oh, this is the tit. This is amazing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I don't think there's anything too recent that's come out that I've sort of been digging. But there's a band called Bad Looks. Yeah. They're, uh, oh, I'm definitely Oof. digging those guys at the moment. Or is it like uh, punky stuff or? Yeah, they're like, uh, oh, don't play that. That's going to play a song. I don't want to play a song. View artist. Like, I am, as we've discussed on numerous occasions, fucking terrible at <laughs> explaining what music it is. It's just like, yeah, it's guitars. Guitars and drums and stuff. He's a singer. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's basically punky. Um, they've got some bits where they've got, like, fucking killer Mastodon-esque riffs. They got other bits where they just like fucking every time I die, hardcore punky. Yeah. Then they've got other bits where they're doing like instrumental, massive eight, nine minute fucking weird metal ballads. Um, No, it's fucking, it's great. I'm fucking digging it. Nice. Um, The new Every Time I Die track dropped. I still haven't checked out. I I think I might just wait until the album drops. Yeah. For that. And just listen to it all as a whole, like rather than individual tracks. I got to listen to it when they did the Christmas live stream thing, mm. the telethon. They played it there, so I was like, at the time, slightly intoxicated, yeah. and thinking this song is the fucking tit. <laughs> so when they were like, "Oh, we've just released that," I, like, I got to listen to that song again to make sure it was the fucking tit. Yeah. And yeah, it's still the fucking tit. It's good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I did uh, I did put some vinyl on last night while me and the wife were playing some games. Um, I put on Terrifier, Pig Destroyer's Terrifier, and I am just nice. been so long, man. It's so good. I think I forget how good an al- good an album that is. Like there's there's only like uh, I don't dislike Pig Destroyer, but they're not a band that like I always think to go and like listen to. Yeah, but then every now and again. I think the 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 two albums that really like fucking got my attention when mm. I was checking them out was Prowler in the Yard yes. and Terrifier. Yeah, yeah. Like those two albums, it was like fuck me. <laughs> I know. Like fucking Boy Constrictor, fucking <sighs> hell, that's a yeah, yeah. yeah, man, definitely. I yeah, like the latest Pig Destroyers have have been okay, but like they're never going to reach the heights of like Terrifier and and um, Prowler in the Yard, you know. Even thirty yeah, cans of battery, thinking about it. What was it that came after Terrifier? Was it Phantom Limb? I think a Phantom Limb, yeah, yeah. That was I good. I think that was the one where I was like, ah, yes, yeah, not really. Yeah. There's a couple of fucking team. awesome tracks on that. Like, Loathsome is amazing. But, um, yeah, nothing like, you know, you put Terrifier on, it's just like, yeah, that's 
just the pig, salt. It's not pig, the pig destroyer. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Oof. Nice. Good I've stuff. been looking at trying to find that on vinyl at one point, hmm. but uh, I'm trying to curb my purchases a little bit. Yeah. Trying to reel it in. Yeah, 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 definitely. Uh, struggling because I've got nowhere to go and nothing to do so the only thing I can do is sit on my bed read books and shop yeah, yeah. <laughs> amazing you've been playing anything good lately? <clears throat> um, no man I've dipped back into Path of Exile which is like my go to game you know yeah. if I've got nothing else to play I just check I just start a new character on Path of Exile and yeah just been doing that man um, I did start playing Control Right. One of the new, well, one of the games on PS Plus this month. Have you dipped into that, yet? that? I've had a quick. Um, I rented it a while back, hmm. and it was one of those ones where, I don't know, I kind of enjoyed myself, but not enough to keep. Yeah, it. yeah. I think yeah. there was something else coming out around about the same time, so yeah. like in order to get the other game, I send it back. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, from what I remember, I enjoyed what I played of it. And I plan to come back because they've like released the definitive edition now with all the yeah, DLC yeah. and stuff. Right? Yeah, well, it's on PS Plus, man. I think that is the definitive edition on there, as far as I'm aware, anyway. I keep forgetting about PS Plus. They've been shady as fuck. They don't send me like messages and stuff, <laughs> and I just I keep forgetting. And the other thing that I've noticed they've done on the PlayStation Store as well, because we all know PlayStation's listening and they value my uh, yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. input. Is the DLC right? Mm. So they've removed like the new DLC bit. Okay. So when you go down to games add-ons, they used to have new add-ons, and you could have a look at all the new shit, and it's like, oh yeah, for that season pass I bought fucking six months ago, they finally released the bird DLC. Yeah. But now you have to remember the game that you're waiting on DLC for. Yeah. In my case, I don't know, several, because I'm fucking terrible, and I buy lots of different stuff when it's on sale, and yeah. unless I can see the new released DLCs, I'm fucking stuck. Yeah. But they've taken it off again. I don't know what the fuck's going on. My life's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking PlayStation. Well, it's a good job they are listening and they can address the issue, you know? Exactly. Thank you, PlayStation. Yeah. If you could rectify that immediately, you'd make my <laughs> life a whole lot more simple. <laughs> you have um, to keep a spreadsheet, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got a fucking folder. No lie. I got a folder of need-to-play games. It's got, like, fucking 30 titles in there that I've, like, picked up and just haven't touched. Yeah. Like, well, on like an external drive? Yeah. Ah, okay. I was going to oh, say, yeah, no, his PlayStation can hold like 30 games. <laughs> yeah, I got some ridiculous, like, fucking three terabyte Oof. fucking uh, external drive. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, not all of them are like AAA titles either. There's some, like, arcadey bits in yeah, there. Yeah. Um, but now I started having a crack at, um, they released a Samurai Jack game recently. Okay. But it's only on the PlayStation Store. They haven't like released a physical copy, mm. so naturally I had to buy it from the fucking PlayStation Store. Because how else am I going to play a Samurai Jack game? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I did wait for it to go on sale though, so I was I was a good boy in that respect. And um, yeah, I just uh, I don't know. I just haven't been in the mood to fucking play anything lately. No. Because I'm away back and forth with work. Like I don't really want to sink my teeth into anything too fucking heavy. No. Um, so instead, I just lie around on my bed, feeling sorry for myself, reading books. <laughs> so what? Um, what interesting stuff have you been reading recently? Uh, oh, do you know what? Uh, let me get my Goodreads up so I can run through all the titles that I've currently read this year. 
So where are we? We're in like the second week of February. Yeah. Um, eight books into my hundred books to read this year. Nice. So we're doing all right. Yeah, yeah. We're doing all right. Um, no tomes yet so far. No. What have we got? Um, I started checking out the Splatter Western stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, by Death's Head Press. Ooh, I'll give a shout out to <clears throat> Death's Head Press. Uh, do various horror bits and pieces. Um, well worth checking out. The Splatter Western series is something that uh, I've picked up all the current releases because the first one impressed me enough that I was like, yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. And. They give me a free audiobook the other day when they put up a thing on Twitter saying we got five free codes for UK fucking people for yeah. a free audiobook. And oh, I'll nice. have one if there's one spare and they yeah. send it to me. Sweet man. So this is my way of paying it forward to all of like three people that listen. Yeah. If you're interested in reading fucking horror books, Deathhead Press, Splatter Western series, nice. Nice man. Um, I read another Craig S. Zala one. Yeah. Uh, one of these, the guys like, there's a couple of. I fell into a bit of a YouTube fucking rabbit hole with a man again. Yeah. And it's, uh, there's a couple of videos where like he's doing a press tour for Brawling Cell Block 99. Oh, yeah. Because you haven't seen any of his films, have you? I haven't, I haven't seen... no, man. I've been meaning to dip in, like, but I just hadn't. Yeah. I was looking yesterday on Bone Tomahawks on Amazon Prime, so I think we should make that a next episode. Sweet Man of Flyer. Well, keen for yeah, Bone Tomahawk. Yeah. When I saw it on here, I was like, "Fucking yes, that's, that's it." Yeah. Uh, we'll have to uh, fuck Shudder for a fucking week. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to do fucking Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, let's take a break um, off Shudder for a week and then do that. How yeah. that? Um, but yeah, he's doing a press tour for Brawling Cell Block '99, and like, um, he's he's being interviewed, and oh fucking hell, what's his name? I forgot, I'm fucking terrible with names. Who's the Vince Vaughn? Yeah. I got the Vince bit, but I couldn't think of his fucking surname. <laughs> Vince Vaughn's like being asked these questions about like, oh, you know, what drew you to the script? And he's like, oh, well, I read, saw Bone Tomahawk and thought, thought that was a really good movie. Yeah. And uh, I heard that he was banding this script around for Brawling Cell Block 99 and asked about, you know, speaking to him, seeing a copy of it. Yeah. And like the guy does everything. He does like the soundtrack. He wrote the music for the film. He wrote this. He did that. He blah, 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 blah. And then they're talking to Craig Essel, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I like I like everything. I like science fiction. I like police dramas. I like obscure horror movies. I'm in like a grindcore band. I do <laughs> death metal. I yeah. write fucking '90s R&B fucking beats. I do all this fucking stuff. It's just like the guy's fucking mad. Yeah. Um. So this is the first novel that I've read i'm pretty sure that he's also written that's like a science fiction one okay and um essentially what they do when you die is there's a company called corpus chrome incorporated where they essentially take your brain stem your brain mm. all the fucking necessarily attached bits and they like put it on ice and if you're chosen by the company yeah they then reinstall you into like this fucking robot kind yeah. of so you can live again and uh, yeah it's quite interesting it's like the underlying sort of story is the it's come to light that they're planning on bringing back this serial rapist murderer 
and bringing him back to life. And there's a bit of uproar with regards to like, why on earth when you've got all these other great people, would you pick this guy? Yeah. It's because he's from like a wealthy family and the mother wants him back before she dies. So she can say Tara again, and she's willing to give up all this money and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And it dips into all these different people in their lives and how these robots all tie up and all this kind of stuff mm. in a really obscure and violent Cray guess yeah. all the way. Yeah. And that was good. I enjoyed that one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I haven't dipped into any comics yet this year. Have you dipped into anything yet? Um, <laughs> after listening to the last episode, Amy said to me, right, you're, re- you're taking a book to work. You need to start reading something because I'm sick of you saying you're not reading anything. <laughs> I haven't okay. read anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, okay, I, I've got a book in my bag, right? Um, I haven't started reading it yet. <laughs> I will start it this week, so I've got something to talk about next week. And let me just get it to remind myself what it is. <laughs> so I've got uh, Rebecca by Daphne de Maurier. You heard of it? No. No? It's quite an old one, I believe. Originally published in 1938. So, yeah. And, yeah, it's about a dead girl, apparently. About a dead girl. Nice. Do you know, there was an interesting thing I had the other day. Um, so, obviously, I sent you out your little package the other yes, day. Yes, yeah. Thanks again, man. Of, no problem. It had Books of Blood in it. Hmm. Um, I don't, you've read, I don't know if you own Books of Blood, but you've definitely read it, have you? Yeah, I had them. I don't know where they went, to be honest. I had them years ago, and I haven't got a copy currently, unless, well, until you sent me them. So I got a copy of it for Christmas, mm. so I was like, okay, this one that I also haven't read, well, yeah. find a new loving home for. <laughs> Sweet. But when I was sort of getting ready, and I was looking at my somewhat dull, boring cover, and your more interesting <laughs> cover... yeah. I remember, th- I was thinking to myself, I didn't remember thinking to myself, I was thinking to myself, what the fuck happened to, like, book art, cover art? Yeah. Like, I remember horror fucking books being scary as yeah. fuck just yeah, to yeah. look at. Yeah, totally. And now, I don't know, they're just... Text. <laughs> yeah. A different they're, font. They're, like, and they're nice imagery. There's not, yeah. like, yeah, they're yeah. all bright, yeah. big fucking fonts. It's lost that, like, quirky, campy... Yeah, totally. You knew. that It was almost like they were owning this idea of, yes, this horror novel called The Cartoonist about a spooky cartoon (laughs) drawer that brings, like, fucking his life, his drawings to life and they kill people and all the rest. Mm, Yeah. With, like, on the front, this just creepy dude holding a paintbrush, like... You knew where you were getting. You were getting a campy fucking story, like... um, it's the same as like um, as album art, you know. I remember yeah. like when I used to go to Kelly's Records in Cardiff, right? And they used to do this like thing. I think it was like five CDs for fifteen quid or something like that. Back when you know CDs were still a viable format. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, I, I remember buying things based on the strength of the the album art, you know. Because yeah. you could tell what it was, you know. That's definitely a metal album. Look at the art. Yeah. It's weird. It's um. Again, going back to the album art thing, there's a whole like trend on TikTok at the moment. Uh, uh, TikTok, not that I use I was it. Right? Are you a TikToker now? <laughs> I'm not a TikToker now. I think I'm too old to be a TikToker. <laughs> oh, I just don't give a shit enough yeah, to be I a just, TikToker. I don't care. There's um, a thing where, like, oh, anything could be an album cover. And it's like people taking pictures of things, then putting filters on. And it's like, right. 
as an album count it's like yeah whatever happened to the fucking magic of like yeah the artistry of like yeah, yeah yeah like like full stop even like fucking movie posters and stuff they're getting a bit like I don't know almost too clean and uh, yeah I don't know I was just I just well, yeah I was looking at the, the copy of Books of Blood and I was like man yeah. whatever happened to this kind of stuff yeah back in the good old days <laughs> Yeah, before I was born. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's weird. It must. I, I'm guessing it's a marketability thing. Marketability thing. Marketability, yeah, definitely. It's yeah. If you just chuck a book about like I don't know, some weird axe wielding maniac, with you know just called oh Samuel Breeze, and you put it in just like the fucking standard aisle with a nice picture on the front, people might accidentally buy it. Yeah, yeah. True. You might sell more copies than if it's got like some fucking bloody axe on the cover and somebody going, "Oh no, that's not my kind of book." But then, <laughs> it's still not going to be their kind of book. Kind of like, book. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, but then, like the people of the people who are into that kind of thing are going to want to see the the axe wheeler maniac on the cover, you know. Exactly. And the people who are unsuspectingly buying that are going to be really pissed when they start reading it. <laughs> It's a bit late then. They've already yeah. got their money, haven't they? Yeah, true. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was fucking weird. I just remember thinking about it. I just remember blatantly going into like bookshops and just having shelves of shelves of these like trashy old school fucking horror things, mm-hmm. like half melted faces, and like I distinctly remember stuff like fucking slugs, and having the like half eaten face with the slugs on it and stuff. Yeah. And now it's just like. Did you read the book with the slugs? Lettering on the front. Yeah. Did you ever read the book with the slugs? No, I didn't. Yeah. I should. Yeah, no, yeah, sounds pretty good, yeah. Uh, there's the film Slugs. Have you seen the film Slugs? No. Ah, oh, dude, that's good. It's fucking weird, but it's good. Um, I think it's based off... Of, I think it's Sean Houston novel. Okay. And I think it's based off of his story. But yeah, it's about killer slugs. <laughs> <laughs> they just, yeah, you get enough of them and they're chewing on people and yeah. they can't get away and, yeah. It's weird, but good. I yeah. like it. Fair enough. <laughs> Slugs! Oh, I mean, they gross me out, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think if there's anything else I got to fucking rant or rave about, but I don't think there is. Yeah, no. Sweet! So, Shudder, Battle Royale, yes. round three. Yes. Up for the consideration was Verotica and Belzebeth. Belzebeth. Um, I got to admit, I was a bit disappointed we didn't get to sit and trash talk Verotica. Well, for I was thinking day. about this, right? Now, when you were doing the, tank, the coin toss to, to decide what the winner of the battle was going to be, because obviously you came out as 50-50. Um, I was kind of fing- had my fingers crossed for Verotica because I know that's kind of our, our kind of film, isn't it? You know, this podcast yeah. has sort of cultivated that that sort of film. Um, but then thinking about it, right? If um, if Verotica had won, we wouldn't have gone back to watch Belzebeth. We just wouldn't have watched it, you know. Exactly. Whereas we're definitely going to come back to watch Verotica and do an episode on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Maybe after we do Bone Tom Hall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just yeah. do Verotica yeah. as like a. Because Bo and Tom Hogg is pretty fucking rough. Yeah, yeah. But it's like a great fucking movie. So yeah. I think as a palate cleanser, palate cleanser, yeah. A, a ridiculously like <laughs> yeah. shitty movie after it. Yeah. 
we'll have to like have a almost like that whole Stephen King format where like he has two good books yeah. for like four mediocre books for like three shit books. Yeah. We'll have to do the same. We'll have to have like we'll do one or two good episodes about good films. Mm. Four or five mediocre episodes about mediocre films. Like the the thing is though, like the shit films make for a better episode. Exactly. You know? you, so we're putting know, ourselves you through all this like horrible shit <laughs> just for good content. Exactly, just for the for us to rip the piss out of stuff. But Belzebub, I went in completely blind outside of watching the trailer. I knew yeah. nothing about this before going in. Yeah, same. Um, it's one that I don't know if many people are heard of, to be honest. I'm not sure if it's like a, it's set in Mexico. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Like I said, I didn't do any research either because I'm fucking lazy. It is a Mexican uh, film. It is. Yeah, That's yeah. probably why people haven't heard of it then. Yeah. Um, but yeah, spoiler alert. We're now going to go into and discuss various elements of Belzebeth. If Belzebeth. you are planning to watch the movie, then, you know, go watch the movie. Come back later. Um, it's on Shudder. If you're not going to watch it and you just want to hear us talk about said movie, then keep listening, I suppose. Yeah. If you want, you know, I'm not going to force you to do anything you don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was um, it. came out in 2017, so it's not that old a film. It's a Mexican film, um, and it was directed by an Emilio Portes. And it stars Tobin Bell, and he's the only person that you will likely recognize from the cast. <laughs> Tobin Bell, I obviously, being Jigsaw. the main guy as well. He's been in a couple of bits. Yeah. Let me have a look. The detective, yeah. Um, Joaquin Cosio. I believe that's him. I, he's been in Quantum... I don't know him by name, I just know I've seen him in some stuff. Oh shit, he has been in some stuff. He's been in uh, Quantum of Solace. Here we are. And Into the Spider-Verse. He played Scorpion in that. Nice. He was in The Lone Ranger. And a bunch of Mexican stuff. So there we are, he's like the go-to Mexican dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he did a good job in this, I thought. So, plot summary. Um, so after losing his family in a quite gruesome way, the detective, the man we just spoke about, his name is uh, Emmanuel Ritter. Well, the film starts, Emmanuel Ritter's there with his wife, and they've just had a baby. He gets called off to see the police chief, because he's a detective, I believe, at the time. Yeah. And um, when he leaves, the nurse takes the baby into the... I can't, what's, what's that room called? The nursery area? Yeah, the like room where they keep all the babies yeah, and yeah, the weird yeah. little plastic crib things yeah, yeah. and leave them there alone. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with, a, with a door with a lock on it. Yeah. Why does that door need to be locked? But anyway. Um, so yeah, then the, the nurse who takes him in, her shift ends, another nurse comes in, she's looking a bit sort of not herself. She's looking a bit, I don't say depressed, but like, you know, just looks a like bit. Looks like she's having a bad day. Yeah, it looks like she's having a bad one. And it turns out she is, because then she takes out a knife and stabs all the babies, and then cuts her own throat. At this point, I was like, what the yeah, fuck yeah. are you watching? <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ, I, I could be watching Verotica now, yeah, yeah. laughing my fucking tits off. Yeah. Instead, I've got a woman with a scalpel stabbing babies to death, like newborn babies. I was like, fuck me. <laughs> Okay, cheers. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come on, man, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but 
mankind. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I was like, fuck me. Yeah, I was, no, like, I was a bit that like, point, oof. I was like, invested. I was yeah, like, yeah. fuck, this is grim. Grim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then a few years later, um, Emmanuel is a bit washed up. He's uh, <clears throat> living on his own. We don't find out until later that his wife committed suicide. Um, and then there's a school shooting in a nursery school, primary school. Yeah, it's like a junior school almost. Junior school, yeah, it's yeah. the young kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, some kid goes in with a gun, shoots everybody, then shoots himself. And some other. Then there's a, the pool, I believe, isn't there? Um, yeah, so you've got you got the school shooting. Hmm. We we get um, Richter. Ritter, is it? Ritter, yeah, yeah. Ritter comes and like he's in charge of the investigation. He's pissed off that he's been put in charge of the investigation because obviously kiddie death is like a sensitive subject. Yeah. Um, they fetch in like the church's equivalent to the BPRD, <laughs> like the Bureau for Paranormal, Paranormal or something yeah, yeah. or other. They're called. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, bring in the Ghostbusters essentially yeah essentially and they make a joke about them being yeah. the Ghostbusters yeah, yeah, as well yeah. we ask for help and they send us the fucking gringo Ghostbusters <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah they send these paranormal detectives in they have a look at the crime scene and like they find these weird hand prints or blood prints on the wall that won't wash off which yeah. means it's a demon um, I mean I'm yeah. not sure they tried this hard, that hard you know I mean, you got a scrub daddy on there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Bit <laughs> you know? of fucking bleach instead of water, you'd be away. Yeah, yeah. I just um, weren't trying hard enough. It's one of those. I, I don't know how you feel about demon, demonology and demon movies in general. Are you I, like I fucking crow love it. Stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's my favourite kind of horror film, definitely. It's one of those things that, like, again. On paper, I am all mm. fucking for it. Yeah. I love the idea of like. Um, the protective fucking uh, drawings, you know, the, yeah. oh, this symbol does this, so this symbol do that, and yeah. all that sort of stuff. The, where it starts to lose me then is when they do the whole battle between God and the devil. Yeah, yeah. I just want just fucking demons. Like, I don't yeah. want, like, oh, this guy's going to yeah, yeah. be an angel and save everybody. Yeah, yeah. Not that that's necessarily what happens here, yeah, but... but I, I don't know, I, I, I found that really interesting. A whole yeah. dichotomy of good versus evil, and like I think that's why I love the Hellraiser film so much because demons, you know, anything with demons yeah. in it, I'm in, you know. And I think that's what drew me drew me to this as well. I think with the Hellraiser thing though, it's not so much. It doesn't focus, although it's hell. It's not yeah. Christian. Yeah, it's, yeah. Driven hell. It's not that idea of hell. It can dip into that though. I mean, in Judgment, I believe they start. They dip into the angels. Yeah. Yes, I, I dig the whole demon side of things, and I, I kind of appreciate the battle between good and evil. Mm. But it's that, I don't know, whenever... It's almost like the Superman thing, right? Where Superman yeah. is like, doesn't matter what you do, yeah. he's Superman. Yeah. You're never going to defeat Superman. Yeah. And it's the same with this sort of devil and God mm. battle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Picking their bit. You know God's always going to step in and save the day to some degree. Yeah, it's, um, it's like, I love the demons and sort of angels thing. Well, not so much the angels thing, but like, it's like the Conjuring films. Have you seen those? Um, no, I think I watched possibly the first one. Yeah, 
they're about like um, Ed, Ed, and, Ed and Lorraine Warren. They were real life paranormal investigators. But in the in the films, they're basically Christian superheroes. Yeah. You know, and that's that. I, that's what I don't like. Is the whole sort of you can't beat me because God. <laughs> yeah, that's know? that's where it starts to fall apart. From yeah, me. yeah. What I would just want to see is like some fucking horrible fucking demons there are maybe old fucking beings or whatever yeah. and then some fucking people are demon slayers yeah. not necessarily fucking god bothering demon slayers yeah. but just demon slayers just yeah. this guy fucking murdered my family and i'm gonna kill every last demon i can lay yeah. my hands like on. a dog Rah. the bounty hunter kind of <laughs> yeah kind that's deal. the kind of thing i yeah. want <laughs> Not with a secret Christian Bureau for Paranormal Research. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want that. Yeah, no. Keep your priests um, away. And, yeah. It just, yeah, like I said, it's that Superman thing where, like, well, if God's on your side, you're always going to win. Yeah. It's, uh, it detracts from me a little bit. Mm. I but, don't know, man. But then, like, obviously you've got stuff like The Exorcist, which is essentially God versus the devil, but that's fucking fantastic, you know? Yeah. But, oh, yeah, I don't know. What, what is it about The Exorcist, then? Because, again, yeah, I fucking love The Exorcist. Yeah. Um, I don't know, maybe it's because The Exorcist was the first one. Yeah. So, like, you were sort of like, okay, yeah, cool. And then I'm sitting here trying to think of other <laughs> demon movies with <laughs> this fucking God stuff involved. Yeah, like, yeah. I can't think yeah no, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, to be honest, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Maybe it's just me and I've got like a personal grievance against. You just you were just pissed at Veronica didn't win. You're just like, I'm gonna pick holes. <laughs> yeah. pick every I'm just hole looking at reasons to hate this fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. What <laughs> they're talking about? God, <laughs> fuck this film. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's so we've gone to the school shooting. The, the Christian Bureau for Paranormal Research comes in, sees these prints. He's trying to convince Ritter that like there's. There's a serious problem on the go. Mm. Now, one of the things I will say at this point, we've heard of Tobin Bell's character and seen a couple of pictures, and people are sort of pointing him, uh, pointing him out as potentially being the bad guy. Yeah. Because he's like he's always seen at the scene of the crime before these things happen and all the rest. Yeah. But having watched the trailer, which is obviously they've used Tobin Bell heavily to try and sell tickets for the film because yeah. he's all like. I kick ass for the Lord. <laughs> and like, nice subtle brain so, dead so reference you know, there. <laughs> you know from the fucking start, they're like, all right, well, they're trying to make him out to be the bad guy, but I've seen the trailer, so I know full well he's not a bad guy. Yeah, I know he's yeah. a fucking good guy. Yeah. So all this is wasted on me, <laughs> you fucking pricks. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so I think it was, um, then you get the swimming pool incident. Yes. So again, we see a bunch of kids in the swimming pool going swimming, and some lady who is obviously once again not looking quite happy, um, which subsequently implies that she is possessed. She's powered, powered up. She's powered up. She's connected up mm. some live powered up, I guess, cables. <laughs> yeah, to like the mains electricity in this leisure center. Mm and decides that she's going to jump in the pool and electrocute all these children. Which, again, at this point, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, fuck me, we've got baby murder, we've got small yeah. children yeah, school yeah. shooting, and yeah. we've just killed, like, 20 kids in a pool. Yeah. This is the most child death I've ever seen in I a know, film. I know, yeah. Like, I can watch adults being killed, being mowed down by the hundreds. The kids, man, but, it's just like, oof. 
what was the there was the film there was one of the films at the fractured visions thing where like i was all like oh it's not gonna go anywhere because the main protagonist the mother is obviously going to live, and so are both of her children, because nobody ever kills children in films. Yeah. And we've got like a 50-plus body count within the first 20 minutes of kids. That's <laughs> a fuck me. Yeah. Um, but then, like, in that film, I think I remember the one you talked about, it was a slasher, wasn't it? Yes. And they're in, like, the cabin thing in the woods. and um, But then, like, the whole sort of thing with that was, are they going to kill the kids, you know, all yeah. the way through? And that's what made it sort of quite tense but this is just like yeah let's just murder all the kids let's just murder all the kids but there's a reason they're murdering all the kids Mm -hmm. so um they make this connection between the children and how um the ones that survived the stabbing in the hospital yeah were some of the children in the school Mm. and some of the children from the school were also some of the children some of the children who survived at the school were some of the children having swimming lessons. Yeah. And it unfolds that these children that are being killed are the reincarnation of saints. Yeah. And Jesus. Uh, Jesus' apostles. Yeah. And Jesus himself. <laughs> um, Big JC. <laughs> he's here to save the day. <laughs> Um, yes, uh, for me, the tone of the film, again, I don't know if it's just because I'm a miserable <laughs> fucking prick, but when it started getting into the whole Jesus Christ reincarnated thing and the saints and that, again, I started... Like, yeah, it kind of lost me a bit there, yeah. Lost me a bit. Yeah. Started off, I was like, yes, mm. fucking horrible demon fucking movie, let's have it. First act, bang. Yeah. yeah. Second act, started losing a bit of interest yeah. here now. Yeah. There's a point um, where it comes, becomes too Jesus-y. Yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> we see this young boy. He's going to go to the cinema because his cousin was involved in the school shooting and was murdered, so he didn't go to a swimming lesson, so he still survived that as well. They go to go to the cinema. Tobin Bell turns up in his van with his super Christian soldiers, <laughs> and they kidnap the kid, electrocute the woman, the mother, and take him away because somebody in the cinema has planted a bomb and it goes off, boom, and kills everybody. But Jesus wasn't there because Tobin Bell saved him. <laughs> I mean, good job he was there. Yeah, you know? Tobin Bell. Now, this this is uh, where, again, I got somewhat confused. Mm. So, Ritter finds Tobin <clears throat> Bell's character. Yeah. They meet up, and Tobin Bell's trying to explain to him, look, I'm essentially like an undercover operative for the church. Yeah. Um, or I was, but they've like kicked me out because I sold my soul to oh, the yeah. devil yeah. for information on demons so that I could save people. Yeah. And you know, like Tobin Bell's a total fucking badass. Yeah. So we know that he like, yeah, like I said before, he kicks ass for the Lord. Yeah. Um, he's covered in all these like cryptic tattoos and stuff, which again, I love all that shit. I yeah, think it's yeah. fucking cool. Yeah. This idea of like symbolism on you yeah, yeah. and the power that it gives you and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but they don't sort of dip into it too much. No. I think we've missed a bit where they go to the church yes. as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they see that statue of Jesus Christ. This this was the part where I started <laughs> to fall off. I quite um, enjoyed that scene, if I'm honest. I thought it was an interesting yeah. scene. Like, um, 
But again, I think that's where it starts to hammer home the the Jesus and the devil fight, or, yeah. or God and the devil. Yeah. And they they forever feud in war. Um, basically, you've got Ritter and the Jesus paranormal yeah, yeah, the detective. I forget his name. Yeah, I, I can't They remember, go yeah. to investigate something. Something. Yeah, I can't remember what. I think it's where they they mention like the church of the children. children yeah, that's and it. that's where they based or something like that. So when they try to trace Tobin Bell's character, it comes up with this church of the children. Mm-hmm. They find this old <clears> building <throat> that is where the church of the children used to operate out of. And they go and investigate. And as they're looking through this church, they get a s- disgusting, rank, rancid smell. Yeah. Turns out it's coming from inside this statue of Jesus that's fallen over on the floor, crucified Christ. Well, this statue becomes animated. Yeah. It's right next to a protective circle. So the... the the, if they is stand it the in devil, the or are we talking about it just a demon? Yeah, is it just well, Beelzebub? Or well, Beelzebub is the king of the demons, I believe. Something right. Like that. So I'm not sure if it's actual Satan or if it's like, you know. I was gonna say, Beelzebub. isn't he like one of Satan's many names? Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Um, I'm no expert in demonology, unfortunately. <laughs> Either way, um, let's let's just say it's Beelzebub. Yeah. And he possesses this Jesus statue, which then begins to like talk and forewarn him about stuff. But because they're in this protective circle, they're okay. But the devil likes to play tricks. And so he conjures up this vision of Ritter's wife with yeah. this son. He's basically saying, if you kill this one child for me, I'll give you everything you wanted. So his wife who committed suicide and his son back. And yeah. All he's got to do is kill JC. But I don't think at that point we know it's JC, do we? No, no. At this point, we just know that it's just a child that wants to be... Yeah. He wants murdered. Um, <clears throat> he then attacks the, the Jesus Paranormal Research Defence guy, mm. breaks the circle to try and help Ritter out. Satan, or Belzebeth, almost gets him. Yeah, but he gets well. The Ghostbuster shoots him, shoots the statue, which breaks, yeah, and then. Referred to him as Ghostbuster. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The Ghostbuster shoots the statue, which breaks, and then Ritter attacks the Ghostbuster because he's like, "Why the fuck did you do that? I could have had my wife and kid or something like that." Yeah. And then Tobin Bell comes in and electric electrifies Ritter. That's it. Yeah. So that's that's how Tobin Bell and Ritter get together. So yeah. Tobin Bell explains the whole fucking thing about. Uh, he sold his soul to get some information because he's got to protect Jesus. And if it means he's got to burn in hellfire forevermore, then he's more than happy to do it to save JC. Yeah. Um, and they come up with this plan about, right, okay, we have to get this kid to safety. Mm-hmm. We have to get the savior to safety. And the best way to do that is get him out of Mexico and into America. I'm not sure how much I agree with that idea, but... Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. A, it's a it's a start. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I can't remember what the explanation was now, but yeah, I guess just easier to get him out of the country once he's in America than it'll be to get him out of Mexico. Maybe. Or didn't they say something about having like a a super secret like protective place in America? 
Possibly. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it was at this point I started to drift in you know, and out like, a little bit. I watched it and I thought, yeah, that's pretty good. I enjoyed that. But now that I'm saying stuff out loud, I'm like, okay, yeah, that doesn't actually make much sense. <laughs> well, when, like I said, when I started watching it, I was like, fuck, I'm yeah. kind of glad we picked this one. Yeah, this yeah. is fucking grim. grim this yeah, is going to yeah. be an interesting fucking watch. Yeah. And then once we got like talking wooden hollow Jesus, I was like, okay, yeah. this isn't kind of going where I wanted it to go. Yeah. Um, but I'll stick with it. Um, yes, so they make this plan. They're going to go to America. They're going to take the new Jesus Christ who's being reincarnated for the third time, I think he says. Yeah, it happened once just around the time of the the Crusades. Right. Something like that, anyway. Like a, a time when thousands of people were killed for religious, yeah. due to re- religious persecution. They decide they're going to use these Mexican drug smuggling tunnels mm. because the cops know about these Mexican drug smuggling tunnels because that's part of their job. And as they're going through these tunnels trying to get JC to safety, it turns out there's some spooky shit going on. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty and, much spooky shit going on all the way through, in all fairness. Yeah, there's, <laughs> there's some more spooky shit going on. There's yeah. lots of spooky shit going on, yeah. but there's uh, some particularly spooky shit. But turns out that uh, Tobin Bell, being the super warrior of Christ that he is, uh, realizes the Ritter is actually possessed. Yeah. Um, so Ritter goes off on one and like somehow manages to murder almost everybody in the fucking room. I'll be honest, right? I've, just before they realized the Ritter was possessed, I'd sort of picked up my phone. And I, was, I think I might have been looking at IMDb for something to do with the film. And then when I look back up, it turns out the Ritter was possessed. Now, I'm not sure at what point he got possessed. Was he possessed throughout the whole thing? Or... I'm guessing he got possessed in the church, because this is one of the things I want to ask uh... you. Is that why he then started beating up the JC uh, Ghostbuster, maybe, yeah. but then stopped? Yeah, so when the Ghostbuster shoots the JC statue, the yeah. demon then goes into Ritter. He's already tricked Ritter into yeah, believing okay, that yeah. you know he can have the family back. This well, is my sense, uh, yeah. connections <laughs> that I made while I was trying to explain this thing to myself. <laughs> I was like, well, when the fuck did he get possessed? Yeah. I was like, oh, it must have been when he was trying to talk to the mother and child. Yeah, because I had no idea. Um, but yes, then Ritter goes off on one and starts like murdering everybody and JC's trying to run away and mm. it's all underground and spooky. Um... And then, yeah, I sort of struggled to piece together how they somehow get Ritter, they capture him. The end's a bit of a mess. Yeah. You know? Like... Basically, the Tobin Bell tells them that, like, crucifixion isn't only used as a means of torture, it's also a means of relieving people of possessed spirits. So they capture yeah. Ritter, fucking crucify him, to get the demon out of yeah, him. Yeah, they do, yeah, yeah. Um, but this is where I got confused, and this is where I was all like, yeah, man, it started off good, but it's like going downhill real quick. Yeah. Uh, Tobin Bell, now, so he's there, and he's doing his whole thing of, I cast you out, and blah, blah, blah. Um, but he's already explained earlier that he sold his soul. <laughs> yeah. To, for information on other demons to help save JC. Yeah. But then he's like, I'll give you my soul in order to trap you in this box for all eternity and blah, 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 something or other. 
Because he extracts the demon yeah. and then uses his weird magic. Yeah, his sigils and stuff. To essentially put the demon inside. In a rock. A rock, yeah. It's just a rock. Where he's like, well, hang on, how can he put it in the rock? He's already yeah. sold his soul. How can he make a deal to put the demon in the rock for his soul if he's already sold his soul for information? But doesn't Ritter say that he's actually a, a working for the demon to get his soul back? Um, I don't know. I, I Again, I yeah. might have blinked and missed that bit. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I say, it's a bit of a mess then. Like, I didn't really sort of yeah. completely um, follow it. But yeah, no, started off strong. Yeah. Um, like I yeah, said, yeah. earlier, man, like I, I think I enjoyed it, but then the more I'm talking about it, the less I'm looking at it in a favourable light. I don't think it was a bad film. No. By any means. I think it started off really strong and then got caught up in... JC. Yeah, the religious aspect. Yeah. More so than the sort of demon possession. Yeah. Um, basically, it ends on the church want to know where... Christ is and the JC Ghostbusters all like he's safe but I can't tell you where because Satan's everywhere it's like oh good job the Pope's well impressed yeah yeah sort of ends yeah um, but yeah I, I enjoyed it when I watched it yeah it's just the more you think um, back on it the less good it is yeah those ones I'm reevaluating it yeah. But I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if it was just it wasn't quite what I was expecting at the start. Yeah. And having already known, I think that Tobin Bell's character was a good guy. It kind of the whole underlying, well, potentially this guy's dangerous. Mm. Bit that they have for like forty minutes of the film yeah. is just like I already knew that it was nonsense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's definitely. not a bad guy. He's gonna save somebody. No. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Um, I'd recommend watching it if you like your demon movies. Yeah. And, you know, if you're not too bothered about the whole JC thing. <laughs> if it's a trigger like it clearly is for me, then... Yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> Avoid it. Um, yeah. yeah, no, it's good. I enjoyed it. It was a solid choice. Yeah, no, I think that we definitely need to go back and watch for art together. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, next we'll definitely do... I think, there we are, that's our next two episodes in. We'll we'll confirm it. Yeah. Here and now, on the air. <laughs> next episode will be the Bone Tomahawk. On the air, you know what, on live, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing is, once it goes out there... Yeah, it's in the air, of, I guess. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, people will be going, where's that Bone Tomahawk episode? Because <laughs> I love Bone Tomahawk. I'll be like... Oh, did we say we do Bone Tom? Like, like, yeah, it was on your fucking yeah. Belzebeth episode. Said it on air. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, fuck, you're right. I'm a man of my word, if nothing else. So we better do that Bone Tomahawk episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, next episode's end. We're going to do Bone Tomahawk and Verotica. Yeah. Because even if you guys don't want to listen to us talk about Verotica, I really want to talk about Verotica. Yeah, man. Yeah. It'll definitely be a fun episode, though, won't <laughs> Fuck, I. Um, in terms of Instagram filler this week, yes. I can't remember where we usually put Instagram filler in. I think it's before the film, normally. Yeah. But we can switch it up, you know, keep things interesting. Exactly. Well, you know, maybe people will keep people waiting for it because it's obviously the better yeah. segment yeah. Of, this, of this episode, yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, so this week's question, this episode's question was what film star do you dislike and why? 
I'm struggling with this, to be honest. Um, Just it, it could be for any reason in particular. It could be like Will Ferrell because he's not funny. It could be The Rock because he's terrible at acting. And I don't know why he's the top paid actor on the planet. Yeah, yeah, well, I it agree with those. Um, I, I know that I've hit, I've like, I've shit on Jason Statham a lot over the course <laughs> of this podcast, but I don't want to say Jason Statham because it's not I don't like him. It's just yeah. I don't like the films that he's in. You know. Um, that's it. It's uh, it's just somebody. Somebody in act, somebody that's in films are just like whenever you see them, they just like you're just like, oh, it irritates me. That person irritates me. One person would be Maggie Gyllenhaal, right? Because just her face, man. (laughs) (laughs) She's in the Juice, a TV series which I watched last year, and um, yeah, I I enjoyed the TV series. She's like plays a really heavy role in it. She's like a prostitute that then turns into like a porn director. Yeah, Um, I quite liked her in that, but that's an interesting choice. (laughs) I don't know, man. It's just every time I watch The Dark Knight, I'm like, oh, why, why her? (laughs) But yeah, Um, I can't think of anyone else, man. I'm sure there are like several people I could, I could uh, talk about, but I can't. I just can't think of them. Okay, so. Mine is a pretty easy one. Yeah. And do you know what? I was really surprised by how many other people agreed with me right. on this one. Yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise. Okay. I cannot fucking stand Tom Cruise. Uh, if there's a film with Tom Cruise in it, I will not watch it. Hmm. Um, I haven't watched the last several Mission Impossible films. Yeah. I think the man's a pompous twat. Yeah. I can't is, stand yeah. his stupid fucking face. Yeah. And... He's big into Scientology, so he's yeah. a massive bellend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> good points. All good points. There's just something about him that I just yeah. do not fucking like. Yeah. Um, and apparently I'm not the only one. Yeah. Um, so, Madam Mim Tattoos said Tom Cruise, yeah. uh, his face. Okay. She also said Colin Firth, his face. Right. And <laughs> Benedict Cumbersnatch. His face. Oh. <laughs> All good points. <laughs> um, Instatai said, uh, Val Kilmer, <laughs> he's okay. a fumbling idiot in Batman. It's comical how bad his Batman is. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. think he's very good in Batman. No, I mean, that also... period of Batman had some really shit Batmans, though. Yeah. You know? Like, Michael Keaton was a great Batman. <sighs> this, have you heard, speaking of Batman, mm. they... So the DCU apparently uh, lining up this idea of the multiverse and they're bringing the multiverse to the screen. So this talk of having a Batman Beyond movie alongside another Batman movie. So at the moment we've got, what's that creature out of Twilight that's doing Batman at the moment? Um, Patson, yeah. Robert Patson. He's doing a Batman movie. Yeah. But what they're talking about now is also having like the next Batman movie out, which may or may well not have Patterson in, depending on how well the film does. Yeah. Um, but then also having a Batman Beyond movie. Yeah. And what they're saying is Michael Keaton to come back and play old man Batman. See, I thought he was going to be old man Batman in the Flashpoint, because I thought they were doing yeah. a Flashpoint thing. And or there was also talk originally of uh, James Dean Morgan, I think. Or that might have been like a fan thing. Right. But that would have been fucking awesome. But yeah, like, I thought it was going to be a Flashpoint rather than a Batman Beyond. Yeah, well, I think they're using like the Flashpoint thing 
as oh, like a bridge point. The premise for this multiverse. Okay, yeah. And then from there on, there'll be like multiverse films. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but I'm like, yeah, man, I'm all up for Michael. Oh, fire, yeah, fuck right. I'm Batman. As long as it's not George Clooney or fucking Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but Ty also said uh, a bonus answer Tom Cruise because Scientology yeah um, David Reese 30 said Tilda Swinton she's a bastard and everything oh, I like Tilda Swinton yeah yeah <laughs> see this is it sometimes people have just got the wrong face or they just got the wrong True. role yeah yeah or they're just Tom Cruise well yeah yeah I don't know, man. Tilda Swinton's been in some really good stuff. Um, what's that vampire film she was in with Tom Hiddleston? Um, uh, Only Lovers Left yes, Alive? Yeah, that was really good. I still haven't watched that, man. I picked that up the last time we were in London for like an hour video all night. Oh, yeah. Which is like two years ago now. Oh, yeah, I know. I still haven't watched it. <laughs> I have to check it out. Um, but yeah, there we are. It's, it's like a universal fact then. Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise is officially the worst person on earth. Yeah. If you do like Tom Cruise, I don't care. Don't don't <laughs> tell me I was going to say get in touch, but I mean, don't care. The man yeah. can just fucking disappear for like a, he's a weirdo. So, bumper. Bumper. Bumper demo take one. That's the actual bumper, man. I'm going to use this. <laughs> <laughs> So the episode is about finished, and uh, you're wondering what to do yourself. Well, you should come over and check us out on Instagram, because that's where all the cool casts hang out. Uh, find us at Groovy Ghoulies Podcast. That's at G-R-O-O-V-Y-G-H-O-U-L-I-E-S Podcast. I'm not going to spell podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I post like films and shit, and you can like answer our questions and possibly be in our episodes yes. for our Instagram fill a bit. Yes, we don't have a Facebook anymore, which is no why Facebook, we've got a new bumper. No Twitter, because that's for losers. The real cool kids are all hanging out on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. We don't do any other social medias, really. Boom. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> <It's like that>. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Uh, um, yes, there we are. Uh, next episodes yeah. will be Bone Tomahawk and Verotica. Once again, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thank you for checking our Instagram and engaging with our like choices. I think after we do Verotica, maybe we'll do like Battle Royale Round Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Battle Two, and we'll do the same again. Um, Maybe you'll put out a thing to get some people to pick some films and we'll just like blind dip into some stuff. That's a good idea. Unless there's anything in particular you want to watch. Uh, no, nothing in particular. We'll do the next sort of shadow battle after... Um... Bone Tom Hawk and uh, Verotica. Yep. yep. Sweet. Thanks very much for listening, guys. Cool. Right, yeah. Cheers, guys. Bye-bye. Yeah.